0: Personal Statement Top Tips Part 2 Chatting on Unibuddy and the reality of career paths Welcome to Better Uni Choices This week we complete the Top 20 Personal Statement Top Tips Countdown We discover a super easy way to get all of your questions answered by real, live, current students And we finish with some sage advice from a man who made chocolate So let's start by counting down our top 20 personal statement tips from numbers 10 to number 1. Number 10. Don't use quotes. But wait, I hear you say, who doesn't love a good quote? I mean, I even use quotes in my newsletter and podcast every week. Well, I do love a good inspirational quote, but I'll tell you who doesn't. Admissions tutors. And especially when they read the same quotes over and over again. Whether it's Mahatma Gandhi, Winston Churchill, Albert Einstein, Steve Jobs, John Lennon or your favourite author, there are plenty of people who have amazing things to say about the world. But ultimately, admissions juicers don't want to hear from them, they want to hear from you. Number nine, avoid jokes, humour and slang. Your UCAS personal statement is a piece of professional writing. It's not the place for slang and definitely not for jokes. The chances of the admissions tutor understanding your sense of humour? Hmm. Slim. Number eight. Use reflective writing. This is not straightforward, and there are entire courses devoted to it. But ultimately, reflective writing is all about finding a way to dig deeper into an experience that you had, to make it more interesting and relevant to the reader. There are plenty of different models that you can use to help you do this, but here is one that you can use straight away. One. Description. Describe what happened. Two. Feelings. Tell the reader how you reacted. Three. Evaluation. Was it a good or a bad experience? Four. Analysis. What sense can you make of the situation? Five. Conclusion. What can you conclude from your analysis? And six. Action. What action will you take? What will you do differently? next time. So run through that again. Description, feelings, evaluation, analysis, conclusion, action. If you can cover each of these for the examples that you use in your statement, you'll really be using your experience to the max. Number seven, be honest, straightforward and truthful. It might sound obvious and perhaps I shouldn't have to say it, but basically, however tempting it may be, don't make stuff up. By all means, make the most of everything you've done and make it sound as impressive as you can. But don't exaggerate and definitely don't lie. You'll stack up problems for the future and you'll put your referee in a very awkward position. Number six, don't copy someone else's work. UCAS uses software to detect plagiarism. Uh, plagiarism is just a fancy way of saying copying. They'll highlight any plagiarism they find to the universities that you have applied for. While different universities will react in different ways, and most don't have a clear policy on it, you can be sure that it will damage your application, and it could even result in a straight rejection. Number five, proofreading is crucial. There is little excuse nowadays for poorly proved work. You can use spell check and grammar checkers. And there are plenty of AI tools where you can check your work. But my top tip here really refers to when you should do your proofreading. I strongly suggest that you do your proofreading and checking before you ask anyone for feedback. Otherwise, the reality is they'll just proofread your work and think that's all you need. You'll miss the chance for great feedback on the content, structure and relevancy of your statement. 4. Get your feedback in this order. Firstly, ask a trusted friend or a family member. Then, secondly, a subject expert, probably a teacher. And finally, you ask your university counsellor or another UCAS expert. Why do I say this? Well, your friends and family will know the essentials and can give you feedback on the main content, why you are choosing the course and what you've done to show that you will be a good student. They'll have better knowledge than your teachers about everything relevant that you have done. Once the basic content is there, the subject expert can help you refine your statement to focus on what's most important for the specific subject you're applying to. And they can make sure you've demonstrated the most important skills and attributes. Finally, the UCAS expert can help you refine the structure, keep the statement well-rounded and really polish the final writing. Number three, the best way to get feedback. I once read that Steve Jobs, the founder and CEO of Apple, used to ask just one simple question when he wanted feedback on his presentations. He wasn't interested in having people massage his ego by telling him he was great, nor did he want people to say what was bad without thinking about how it could be improved. So he asked just this, how can I make it better? I've been using this ever since, and it really helps people focus on helpful feedback. You should try it when asking for feedback on your personal statement. Simply ask, How can I make it better? Number two, consider your mindset. This is a beautiful, simple idea from James Clear, author of Atomic Habits. He suggests replacing I have to with I get to. If you're cooking dinner for your family, it can feel like I have to cook dinner for my family and no one feels positive about that. However, if you express it as, I get to cook dinner for my family, then suddenly it becomes an opportunity. You have the chance to decide what to cook for them, to cook your favourite dish, and to impress them with your skills. So, to get yourself started on your personal statement, instead of thinking, I have to tell the admissions tutor what a great student I'll be, you can change your mindset by considering, I get to tell the admissions tutor what a great student I'll be. Suddenly it's less of a chore, and more of an opportunity. Finally, we've made it to number one. While I haven't necessarily ranked the tips from 20 to 2 in order of importance, I have definitely saved the most important one until last. And it's this. Remember that it's your personal statement. Make it personal and own it. That means ultimately it's your decision what to put in and what to leave out. It's your motivation you're demonstrating and it's your skill and experience that you are showing off. No one else can do this for you. So own the process from start to finish. Use every resource that is available. Take responsibility for how you approach the writing process, what you write, how you get feedback, and when you do the work. You'll have to take the consequences of the outcome, so take ownership of the task. These are my top 10 tips. I really hope you found them helpful and that at least one of them will change the way you write your personal statement for the better. Okay, on to this week's Did You Know? So, you are doing your research and you find a course that looks really interesting. But you have a couple of questions and you just want to know what it's really like. You could wait till an open day and speak to a student ambassador or you could go on Unibuddy and chat to a student right now. You will find Unibuddy on the websites of literally hundreds of the universities. Just look for a chat with a student page or a pop-up, sign up and get talking. You'll also find it on the UCAS website, or you can go straight to unibuddy.com and click on For Students. For full disclosure, I joined Unibuddy right at the start of their journey, and I helped set up and market the platform. I do retain a financial interest in their success, so I'm kind of biased on this one. Finally, this week's quote of the week comes from Dominic Cadbury, British businessman and purveyor of excellent chocolate. There is no such thing as a career path, he says. It's crazy paving and you have to lay it yourself. I am living proof of this. I worked in universities for 20 years, went freelance, joined a startup, and am now a writer and content creator. I had some amazing mentors along the way, but there was never really a career path to take. And I certainly never knew with any certainty where my path would lead. Next time, we've received some amazing careers advice from Dave Grohl. Yes, him from the Foo Fighters. So thank you for listening. See you next time.